Welcome to the Film Trooper Podcast, where filmmakers become entrepreneurs. With my dad, he's a dork. Hi, and welcome to the Film Trooper Podcast. I'm your host, Scott McMahon, and this is the podcast where we try to help filmmakers become entrepreneurs. And today my guest is Cynthia Kahn, and she heads up AmuseNow.com. And actually, Cynthia and I met over Google+, Plus, like uh, just somebody who was sharing this sort of a similar message of trying to help artists um, become entrepreneurs. And we had no idea that we were in the same city, in, in Portland. So when we found out, we're like, wait, wait, why don't we just get together? So we finally um, met up, and I got a chance to hear more about what she's doing um, over at amusednow.com, and I'll put it all in the show notes. Uh, but it was kind of an interesting um, conversation just to meet somebody who had the same goals of trying to help artists uh, build a sustainable um, platform for their work. And it Amuse Now is pretty much like a sort of a marketplace or a community, um, a web application uh, for artists of all kind, uh, visual artists, authors, m- musicians, and uh, trying to branch out to filmmakers to allow them to have a place where they can sell their stuff um, but also build a community with it. So Cynthia will tell you a little bit more about it. And this podcast sort of got cut short because the power supply that I had plugged my audio recorder in at the uh, restaurant, we were we had met up at uh, McMinniman's, um, uh, John Barleycorn in uh, Tigard, Oregon. And so I think just the outlet was bad and it just sort of fried my uh, AC adapter. But the good thing it didn't kill the recorder. And uh, as always... Um, if you want to get more information about what we're doing at Film Trooper, I offer you a free gift if you just go to freegearguide.com. And this is an equipment list of everything that I use to make a feature film with no crew. And uh, again, that is freegearguide.com, and that's a little free gift for you. It's just an equipment list worth checking out. Enough of that. Let's just get on with the interview with Cynthia Khan of AmusedNow.com. I'd been working in off and on on this on the Amuse Now project. Originally it was called Artcom and I'm a paint oil painter so and a cloth painter, fabric painter, so I was gonna make this thing because I was sick of trying to be sick of being judged to get into art yeah. shows like art like locally here. I mean I could get into any Starbucks or Frame Central or any of that, but like to try to get into art in the pearl for instance or something like that. You have to know somebody, right? So or, even even an art sense, you still have gatekeepers, right? Oh, it, well, in in Portland, art is art is very political, right? So you, I mean, a friend of mine's in the Oregon Society of Artists, but she's like, you got to go to the meetings, and then I'm like, you know, I I work, sorry, I don't have time for for that. I mean, I don't mind networking, but I don't want to have like a commitment to be in that in order to be in a show. So what happened was I never got into a show and I was like, you know, I really ought to make a thing that uh, some kind of site that you're not judged. Anybody can submit anything. And it was so it was originally art community, art com. And then I didn't want to get into the whole community thing so then it became something else and then finally I was trying to think of a name and my husband and I were looking through different you know what URLs are taken up what domains right. and things like that and so he's like you know there for some reason he looked up amused now and it's not because I was like muse amused I'm amused it. and it's definitely it, a play like so he's like that's not there so then it, it, it changed so I had a whole business plan and I took some lessons on ha- from somebody who 
is is also part of that whole startup your startup scene. She works at a net space for a little bit and got because I'm a corporate person, I have an MBA, I think like huge, so my project was super huge and she helped me get it down to a more reasonable size. And so to make a long story short, got the name. I designed the application, the e-commerce piece that I want because I'm a systems analyst and I got somebody to design the screens and I went through a, like a bunch of coders like trying to get somebody that I that I could afford because it's not a website. It's it is an application. It's e- it's e-commerce, right? So there's going to be a profile, there's going to be a monthly recurring billing aspect, there's going to be I'm going to take 10%, you're going to get 90% at the time of transaction. So there's a whole, it's really an application that you're going to develop. So people think that it's a website. Yeah. And so, oh, I can code that. And then they would get into it and realize that they can't. So here I am, I've been doing this for like two years. And then I was at Startup Your Startup and the guy's like, what's, you know, you seem like a smart person. You work at major corporations. You manage developers. He's like, why don't you just do something? So then somebody gave me a WordPress that wasn't the same WordPress that I have now. It just gave me a WordPress uh, theme. Yeah. And I said it. I installed it on my Media Temple site, and the rest is history. So then I started the Amuse Now blog, and since then I found um, a developer who I who and we're about halfway through so I think I'm going to be able to get my app. Are you able to are you able to announce what you want um, do you have like a launch planned uh, or are you able to announce now what the what your e-commerce aspect of is uh, for Amuse now or do you, you want to wait and see? No, I mean I, I, I can I can tell you what it is. Basically it's going to be free artist profile so that because there's no real place for people to sort of register and get to and get to know each other and to search because mine isn't just like reverb nation is for music Bandcamp is for music you know Smashwords is for authors this is for you know anything there really isn't a, a, a good consolidator site right now for film so i'm going to focus on music film and ebooks because people who are interested in indie artists are interested in like a whole spectrum of right. stuff so i'm good i'm going to be I am one of the first people who takes it and, and, and makes it into like a whole port, an entertainment portal, right? Okay. So, so like a, your curation, and then by, by bringing bringing uh, these indie artists together, have a platform. I'm assuming that the um, fans or patrons can they have a, a place to go to, so. right? So I mean, it, it's two. It's one thing is for trying to change the paradigm for artists to stop giving away their art for free and giving. What originally I was thinking, okay, so support the arts one download at a time kind of thing, right? But it, there really isn't a place right now where you can go and truly learn about indie artists and read about them. And so that's where like the blog comes in. I, I let people, either they can pay me and I'll interview them on Google Plus Hangouts. And so they, they get a video interview that I put on my YouTube channel and I write a blog post or... I have a lot of people because they don't want to spend the money, even though I don't charge very much. They can submit a guest post, and so I have certain criteria. One of which is artists helping artists, so it isn't an advertisement. It's always like, tell me about your background, tell me about your passion, tell me how you do whatever it is you do, and then end with how what advice you have for other artists who are just like you. And so it's turned into quite a wonderful journey with that because I've 
met a, a lot of authors, a lot of musicians, and a few filmmakers. And right. so I have, including, I have um, Matthew Modine answered questions for me because he had just re-released, like, Jesus was a commie. So, like, I have his post. And I actually interviewed his daughter, Ruby, who's a musician and an actress. So um, the, the blog is really for anybody. I actually interviewed a, a musician or singer. Her name's Cakey. And she looked at me. She goes, you know, no one ever asks me about me, right? People always want to see you perform. So people kind of appreciate the fact that, like, what you're... I'm not just a performer or a singer or an author. Like, I have a history. I, I'm a professional. I have training. And I've gone through all of these things. I have something to share with you. So it's been really fun. And so when I get to having the e-commerce piece out, then I'll have the free artist profile for musicians and filmmakers and authors. And then I'll also have an option to upgrade to sell. And so it's got a whole, I'm developing a search engine so within a news now so that people can search for all, for different types of, you know, music films and eBooks. And there is something special I'm doing for filmmaking, but I'm not going to talk about that yet, which will change the paradigm of the film. Like when you're film distrib like indie film distribution will no longer have to be distributed anymore when, when I'm done. So when's your, uh, do you have like a launch date for that? <laughs> Two years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I mean, we're getting closer. So I'm working with some guys out of Canada and we're about, I'd say, a, a, a third, um, a third to a half way through. So the rubber hasn't hit the road yet. But I'm, I feel like from the discussions because I do manage web developers on a day, every day. That's like what my job is. So I think these guys can do it. So you're, you're, you have like your nine to five job is to manage yeah. web developers for a corporation right now. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a consulting project manager and mm -hmm. scrum master so i'm really heavily into agile develop systems development methodologies and which which works perfectly into the lean startup if you've ever read mm -hmm. that book yes. because it's basically agile business development yeah. so it's breaking things down and 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 being able to pivot and only doing and figuring out what your minimum viable product is and things like that so it makes me pretty and like yeah and it, it makes me pretty it makes me very flexible but i mean i've had the basic application design for like a year and a half for sure because i mapped i did a process model i mapped it all out i had somebody the look and feel's been designed for a really long time what kind of using the uh Stemming from the MVP um, with Lean Startup, what is from with Amuse Now? Um, what kind of feedback have you gotten with the different um, um, anything that you've like maybe presented to the community? I mean, have you got any feedback to where where they want you to go or or? Well, I mean, mine is so basic, right? Being able to upload and search and to be mm. able to sell. So I have. Other than that, I haven't I haven't taken it. To, to the next level because I haven't don't have the basic application. I see. Written. I see. So for me, it's like the minimum viable product is being able to curate your content, upload it, and, and sell it, and make it make the application 
what I'm calling stoner stupid. You don't have to really think about it. It's really, it's really easy, easy to use. That's really important. So the look and feel has, is very clean and the app is going to be really easy, easy to use. And I'm just excited because people have been waiting, especially there are filmmakers. Like I've interviewed some people who've done web series and they're given, they may be getting awards or whatever, but you know, like Jonathan Holbrook from still, I actually went up to Seattle when he had his first celebration, he's been down to Los Angeles and he's like getting some awards with that, but it's still free. Right. So when you come to me use now, you know that you're going to pay. So like maybe you'll put something I for see. free out on your YouTube channel, but when a fan or somebody who supports the arts goes to Muse now, they know that nothing on there as far as content, like music, films or books are going to be free. They know they're going to pay and they're going to pay because they want to support the arts because you can't, people can't make more art unless you help them re get reimbursed for the art that they've already created. I mean, even me as a painter, it's really expensive to buy canvases and paint and all the things you need to hang up the paintings and things like that. So no matter what art you're doing, there's, there's, there's a quite a cost. I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff now. Well, if you have, the, but you still have to buy the equipment, right? So yeah. even though you made a movie for five hundred dollars, was that did that include your equipment cost and all? No, that, that was, uh, yeah. and that was the equation. It says that there's a lot of things that have to come into that play, which is the equipment I've had for years um, that I've accumulated over the years because of uh, freelance work, you know, and for doing um, other businesses with the product. So what you have at your disposal, you're like, okay. So I've got this enough equipment to make a, um, a film for this little, you know, and so that's it. But, you know, if you're starting from scratch, yeah, then there's a whole different issue of like, you know. Well, the equipment, I mean, for anything, like my husband is a musician, so it, there's always big, there's always smaller, better, there's it's not bigger, better, faster, there's always smaller, better, faster, right? Yeah. So there's an, no matter what you do, there's always an investment in your art, so... There just needs to be, people just need to get used to supporting it, right? You don't have to be a, ben, a rich benefactor to support the arts. I, God, it's it's going to be a slow paradigm shift, but I think people will get it if we can highlight enough talented individuals. Like, for instance, I'm really involved with Kimberly Carlisle right now from Lipstick Radio, mm -hmm. and she has an, an indie show for indie musicians and you can go to lipstickradio.com and you can submit. And she has somebody who pre-screens the music. And if she, and then if you are good enough, then you can get she'll play on her radio show. Well, she decided that this year she was going to start an indie have an indie music award. So anybody that was on her playlist from last year was a candidate to be to get an award. So a lot of Art, artist supporters like other DJs and people like me who are promoters, we all put together prizes aside from like a little plaque or statue to help the musicians who win. So like I'm going to interview somebody, whoever wins and put their music on a Muse Now because I do, I do put some songs up there and some right, right, up saw there. That. So that. I interviewed her. She had an Indiegogo campaign, and we're I'm going down there next Thursday to Los Angeles, and we're gonna do our the award show. 
on Google Plus Hangouts and, and stream it on, on YouTube. And oh, then cool. that'll be the example so that we can go out and get sponsors and things like that for next year. But, I mean, everybody's doing it a little bit. So we're trying to make it bigger, bigger and better. And what's happening now is that people are forming alliances like that have co- that complement each other. So I remember one time I went to hear somebody talk and they actually train people to do what they do to be competitors in a, in a new market because if the competitors are successful, then the market grows and then they all win. So there are no losers when your competitors Right. in a small market are successful. So if you can get raise awareness in any way to help indie artists no matter what field they're in, it's really it's really important. And so like I've been teaming with Kimberly Carlisle and then I team also with the Office Boys in New York and I've been talking to Tommy Darko who's in London who's the music printer. He's got a new book out and you know I've interviewed him and I've been tweeting a little bit about his white paper and I've introduced him to Madeline Scalar who runs Go Girls Music. She has a GG chat which is Thursday nights at 6 Pacific yeah. time. So <laughs> I do and I've met a lot like at least 8 to 10 people who are on my blog. I've met through the Go Girls chat. So Madeline has Go Girls Elite. So it's like and I introduced her and Tommy together. So it's, and on the filmmaker side, I don't know if you've seen her Agnieszka stories. She's um the film marketing blog that's on the oh, Google yes, Plus. Yes, that's so how I found it. I yeah. skyped with her, and she's in Warsaw, Poland. And so, like, we've exchanged stuff. We're still trying to figure out like how we can is help she based each other. In Poland? Huh? Is she based in Poland, or she's working there right now? She lives. She lives. She lives she's there. in Poland. Yeah. Oh, okay. I could hardly understand her. It was much easier. It's so much easier to email. Her writing is really her English is very okay clear in writing. But when you're talking to someone with a really thick Eastern European accent, oh, okay, because I. But, I I think I stumbled upon that site be through your site. That's what. Yeah. So she she did a we exchanged blog posts, but so like just trying to build those alliances and figure out who who's reliable, who's somebody that you can build your brand with because you're gonna have that's the people who are gonna make it the people who can partner with somebody else. So does that? So that's why I meet. I'm I'm glad to meet with you. I've also met with, um, when my site's up, I've, t- I've pitched the concept to Josh Leake, who's, who runs the Portland Independent Film Festival. So okay. if I get everything up, he's like, we'll train, we'll train student, we'll train interns to do the interviews so that we can get like interviews of everybody and then put it up on the, put it up on the site. So that's what I've been doing while everything else is going on, like, because everybody who's on my blog is a potential customer, right? Is a potential artist to be on. I'm used now, and you're building those relationships because you're on Google Plus with them one on one, right? Mm-hmm. So it, I call them ahead of time, things like that. So I definitely get to know at least Thank the you. featured artist. So who is the actual? I mean, I guess who's your like avatar or your ideal customer? that come to Amuse Now would it just it, is it other artists or just anybody who, like who's like a patron of the arts okay so I've done I've given it a lot of thought and it's been all from working with people and what blog posts are successful because it's not necessarily the more famous more well known person who has the more successful 
post. It, it's the social media savvy person who participates with the promotion of their post and their video. And I wrote about this. Uh, there's something like the three top promotional mistakes that people make. But the one thing is, it's like expecting other people to promote you, <laughs> like expecting the promoter to promote you, because I'm only promoting to the people that I know, but they they may or may not be your fans. So you, you need to take responsibility for your promotion. So, and I've learned that it has to be somebody, a talented person who is Personable, so you either need to learn how to write, so you can write your own posts. You mm -hmm. need to be, you need to know who you are, so when somebody interviews you, you can state your case so that somebody understands it. Like, take a basic um, business presentation class. Like, tell them what you're going to tell them, right? right? And then tell it to them. But you got, you only have a few minutes, right? Less than a minute to get their attention. So. If it's a boring, if you're boring in the beginning, if you're in, if you, if you warmed up at the end, no one's, no one's listening. So it's really someone who's savvy, someone who interviews well, you better learn how to write well. And it may seem like a lot, but that's what you have to do to be successful. And if you can't do it, then you better surround yourself. Like I've worked with people who have like business managers or they call, you know, they're just probably their friends or whatever, but people who do that for them and they mm -hmm. form a team, but you have you have to have those bases covered. I mean, I there's a lot of people like um, Chris Brown, who's from the Brown Project in the UK. He's extra super. Like he's got a, a, hundreds of thousands of followers and stuff like that. But he is like relentless on all forms of social media. Like when he wrote when he when he answered and he didn't do the online interview, but he answered a question. He answered the questions, and I just kind of like did a written interview, which doesn't usually go over that well uh -huh. but it was wildly popular it was it wasn't as big as the office boys new york those guys are crazy because they have a, a radio show but mm -hmm. so it all depends like if you're out there and you've got people and you're promoting even your own blog post because that's a place where your people are going to go and learn about you right right so it it is really i don't know it's really important i think i've just learned a lot about about people and I just I love the blog because it's not really it's it's not really a blog mm -hmm. it's it's I don't know it's kind of like a diary of all these people and and their lives and how they want to help and how they want to help each other so everybody who's on Amuse now is somebody who wants to help yeah. probably most people don't talk about their blogs like like that <laughs> because for me it's like it's building awareness for and making and making connect making connections, and then I'll have one. It always makes me feel really good. Like I'll get an email from somebody like, "God, I saw your YouTube channel," or like, "I found your blog. It's amazing." Like everybody loves. You go to the homepage, like all these faces, all these different faces, mm -hmm. and different types of people are staring at it, and they're all independent. They're all artists who have a story. Right. Do you think there's a market for uh, essentially? Not a manager, but like somebody's a marketing manager of specific artists that are like that are f fabulous. But they, you realize like some of these artists don't have like the like the business skill set. But if they had a let's say the right management, but management in the new millennium, which is basically somebody who knows how to promote, um, somebody who knows how to market, 
there are a lot of there are a lot of them out there like Andrew who's the the checkered owl like I've I've Luke Dowler is one of his people and Angela Mostra I must have done like three or four of her groups there are people who who do help indie groups and so like I do work with with them but I think the blog itself has been such a success because there isn't any place for people to go to, to have their story just to have their story heard and I and you know if you don't want to pay me a, you know the thirty dollars or fifty dollars to interview you right I mean for free I'll put your post up there as long as you meet the criteria so I've never I've never had a problem with I'm always backed up so people people do respond interesting how long did you start charging right away? Um, no. It, it, what what happened know? was, is I mean, obviously, the $30 is, is just to weed out people. Because what happened right, right, is, right. in the beginning, I'd be like, oh. Because if you read it, there's one post that I wrote like at the, beginning, at the end of last year. Because I just started last May, so it hasn't even been a year. And I didn't do the interviews. I'm a you know an IT project manager. I am totally not the person <laughs> that you would think would be out there interviewing people. Right. So I didn't. I had somebody else do it, and it, it didn't work out. And she and it was like I was interviewing somebody pretty, pretty well. <laughs> Nikki Rich from the Nikki Rich Show, you know. So like I'm friends with her now, but like it was her day, and she called. I'm, I can't do it today, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I've got you know. Here's the oh, questions wow. I was gonna ask, and so you know I ended up doing that, and then like Kevin Lear from Atomic Honey, so. That he was like the first one that I did because I didn't end up interviewing Nikki Ridge until a little bit later because that day her computer wasn't working. I have a lot of that sometimes where people don't test their equipment. Right, right, right. That's a tough one with uh, Hangouts or any like Skype call. It's like I was part of this group that I just said I put out an agenda and it was something like, okay, nine o'clock we're meeting. At 9.15, we'll have worked out all the technical difficulties before we actually start the meeting. <laughs> like, just accounting for it, you know? <laughs> well, that's why. If, it's, if they're in the United States, I get their phone number. Or if they're, like, famous and they don't want me to call them. or. But that's why I like the Hangouts. I interviewed a guy from... A couple people from Australia. One guy's the, an animator, entrepreneur, an antipreneur. So I got the music printer, Tommy Darker, the Annie printer. <laughs> what's the bigger, um, what's his angle as an animator to become an entrepreneur? How does that, how does that work out? Well, he has a, he has a business where he makes some kind of business videos based on some stuff. And he's a true believer of. Like they'll teach you at the startup, your startup. I'm not a hundred percent a fan, but like, do something like put out, throw out an idea that doesn't and that doesn't cost you anything, and see if anybody will pay for it, kind of hmm. thing. So he does that a lot. But I mean, his whole thing is getting people to be more business minded and things like that. So George, his name is George C O C Samuels, and he's out there too. On the I've interviewed him on. Right, he's a right. very interesting guy. So that concluded my interview with Cynthia Kahn of AmuseNow.com. So if you're interested in seeing what she's doing and what she's offering other artists, uh, be sure to check it out. Again, if you like what you're hearing, um, please leave a review in um, iTunes and a rating. That helps me. 
as well as for you, you can just go to freegearguide.com and get yourself a free gift, which is a free gear guide of all the equipment I use to make a film, a feature film with no crew. Um, thanks again for listening to the Film Trooper Podcast, and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.